Hello there, I'm your host, Michael Cassis, and you're listening to Inside the Courtroom. Today, I'll be talking about the McDonald vs. City of Chicago court case, which took place in 2010, involving the Second Amendment and the banning of guns in the city of Chicago. Now, let's begin. So let's start with the facts of this case. The case arose in 2008, when a suit was filed against the U.S. District Court to challenge a 1982 Chicago law that generally banned a new registration of handguns and made registration a prerequisite of possession of a firearm. The NRA also filed a suit. Each suit alleged that the law violated the right of the individual to possess and carry weapons, which the Supreme Court would find to be protected by the Second Amendment in another court case called District of Columbia v. Heller, which also took place in 2008. A very important question arose that needed to be answered with this case. The question was, does the Second Amendment apply to the states because it is incorporated by the 14th Amendment's privileges and immunities or due process clauses and thereby made applicable to the states? Now what this is, the privileges and immunities clause is, it prevents a state from treating citizens of other states in a discriminatory manner. So, a state cannot enforce a law that discriminates against another state's citizens. Now, the constitutional question the Supreme Court had to answer was, did this ban from the city of Chicago affect or intrude on the Second Amendment of the United States citizens within the city of Chicago? Now, the two arguments of each side were, Second Amendment is applicable to this case through the clause and amendments, privileges, or immunities clause as stated before. And the other side, the other argument side, was saying that the Second Amendment was not applicable through these clauses and the immunities clause. Now the Supreme Court's decision was that it reversed the Seventh Circuit, saying that the Fourteenth Amendment makes the Second Amendment uh, right to keep and bear arms for the purpose of self-defense, with a statement from Samuel A. Alito, Justice Samuel A. Alito, making it fundamental to the nation's scheme of ordered liberty and or that are deeply rooted in this nation's history and tradition and is appropriately applied to the states through the 14th Amendment. Thus, the ban was not legal because it took away the Second Amendment and the right to defend yourself and use your gun to defend yourself in the city. Thus, intruding on the Second Amendment right of the American citizen. So, two of the major points in the dissenting opinions from the other four justices who disagreed with the decision was that they disagreed with due process was not an appropriate mechanism of this case and to be used to justify and use how the 14th Amendment supported the Second Amendment. They also did not like that the Heller case was flawed and that it must be decided on other factors rather than really using the Heller case to back up the uh, McDonald case. And that it was, they needed to use the rights fundamentally, like how the fundamental rights applied through this case. Now the reason the Heller case was so important within the McDonald case was because it ruled that the federal government cannot prohibit the possession of a handgun by the American people because it violated the Second Amendment right of the American, and it prohibited the use of a handgun 
for self-defense, which is what also the McDonald case was about, but in the city of Chicago. So now I'll be pulling in my esteemed friend and colleague, Eli Barano, to talk about how he would rule on this case. Well, my own ruling? Um, well, I would use the Heller case to back up the McDonald case because both state that the federal government cannot prohibit the use and registration of a handgun for self-defense since it violates the Second Amendment right to um, keep and bear arms. Thank you, Eli. Of course. Interesting, huh? Well, now you know a little bit more about the McDonald vs. City of Chicago court case. I'm your host, Michael Cassis, and this is Inside the Courtroom, bringing to you, wherever you are, any information on any court case that has ever been or passed through the Supreme Court. Thank you, and have a good night.